नमस्ते जय शिवाय रिसेंटली आई हैव रिसीव्ड लॉट ऑफ ईमेल्स इन लास्ट टू मंथ्स फ्रॉम सिक्सटीन ईयर ओल्ड सेवेंटीन ईयर ओल्ड नाइनटीन ट्वेंटी वन ईयर ओल्ड यंग पीपल टू एक्सप्लेन वॉट दे मस्ट बी डूइंग एंड वॉट दे मस्ट नॉट बी डूइंग इन ऑर्डर टू क्रिएट अ सॉलिड फाउंडेशन टू अवेकन योर कुंडलिनी and uh, it is such a happy thing that young people such young people those who are in high school youth is turning towards spirituality in such a big manner and trying to understand what is kundalini and how it works and how to awaken it and live from the power within you know it's a very very happy thing so this is for all those people who are trying to build a solid foundation for awakening their kundalini because it's not that you know you do something for an hour in the morning for an hour in the evening and uh, after a year or two or few years your kundalini is going to awaken no it's a lifestyle change actually yoga is a lifestyle change so what i'm going to explain here now is not only for uh, those young people those who have uh, written emails or messaged me it's also for everybody else anybody actually who wants to awaken their kundalini how to build a solid five foundation so we can call it a five star practice okay it's a five star practice five basic principle that goes into the foundation of kundalini awakening and the solid your foundation is the less are the chances that kundalini will awaken and then retract after some time or that you may attain uh, samadhi and it will be broken after some time less chances of that okay so you have to make a solid foundation build a solid foundation so what do we do well the first principle to live by in your life is ahimsa okay ahimsa means non violence then you can say i am not violent at all <laughs> you are not beating people right <laughs> you are not butchering anybody anything any living being so you can say that you are not so violent in your life but no it's not just about that it's not so simple actually in order to understand ahimsa non violence there are few things that you need to look into life first thing is that just because just to survive your body your physical body you are wearing clothes right while making clothes for you some hinsa has happened some violence has happened right all those industries that are working to create uh, prepare the cloth the yarn the material the thread this and that so many things so environment is being disturbed right factories are working people are working you don't know the person who worked that day lived or died 
in what condition he worked to put the cloth on your uh, dress on your uh, body physical body you don't know all that so just to survive you a lot of hinsa happens by default whether you want it or not you cannot stay naked right and then you eat food to grow the wheat for you to grow the rice for you to grow the vegetables for you to grow, grow the food for you a lot of creatures small small creatures that live inside the trees roots inside uh, agricultural fields this agricultural effort is causing lot of hinsa right so to survive your body to put food and cloth and shelter for your body a lot of violence happens so then how do you fix it you cannot stop eating food right it's not dharma dharma is that you should be properly fed you should wear proper clothes and you should have a shelter on your head right that is dharma to survive human body that has been given to you is dharma so then how to fix this how to balance it well the number of there are number of ways to balance it you have to be little bit creative in your efforts go plant some trees go save some environment don't do it like a fanatic okay don't become an activist nobody is asking you to become a 100% activist but you can plant lot of trees you can do some gardening you can feed the birds you can feed the hungry animals dogs cats stray dogs stray cats or whatever you see around you can feed them you can feed the fishes in the pond in the lakes in the rivers right so these are some saving the environment saving the earth you can use less electricity only that which is needed switch off the lights okay using less resources will cause less environment problem try not to use plastic okay these are all the forms recycle as much as possible reuse the things as much as possible don't always go for new things if something is broken try to fix it especially people living in the western countries there is nobody to fix your things and if you don't know how to fix it no matter how costly it was any electrical appliance anything it just goes to the trash that is such a big carbon footprint you are making so try to minimize your footprint okay try to see try to calculate what was the cost of surviving your body today not the cost in terms of how much money you spent on your food how much money you spent on your clothes how much money you paid for the rent today per day rent or per day your housing mortgage or uh, if you are living with parents then what it costed to them it's not known do not calculate it that way calculate in terms of how much harm to the environment to the earth planet earth has happened today how much resources have been depleted today and how much you have given back in what ways you have given back calculate it from that perspective okay so that is one thing that is the way to balance it 
balance the hinsa, balance the violence that happens on the name of surviving your, for the purpose of surviving your human body. Okay. So try to eat vegetarian food. Vegetarian anyways helps you. Okay. Vegetarian food helps you awaken your kundalini. Remember that. No hinsa. Try to eat non-veg consciously and you will realize you cannot eat it. Consciously non-veg cannot be eaten. Until unless you somehow suppress that consciousness. And just because you are addicted to non-veg or you got used to of it because it was being uh, cooked or eaten in your family and you got it. So, but try to eat it consciously. You won't be able to eat it consciously. Okay. So try not to do that. Try not to harm or kick any stray animals or stray dogs or any birds or anything. Try not to harm them. No violence. Ahinsa. Now you might ask that what if police, the job of police is to, if police catches someone, they are going to beat them up. <laughs> they do not speak. Isn't that hinsa, violence? Yes, it is. But then is it wrong? Policemen doing their job, is that wrong? No, it's not wrong. It's dharma. To keep the entire county, city, neighborhood safe. To keep the country safe from all kinds of bad elements. If somebody gets caught, they have to do what they have to do to get the truth out from them. So doing as a warrior, as a soldier, if you are protecting the country, if as a cops, you are taking care of bad elements of the society, then it is not wrong. That hinsa is not wrong. And they do not have any personal grudge with the person. And they are not saying, oh, you do you steal? Now I'm going to beat the crap out of you. No. Right? So try to avoid violence in life in every possible way. Try to avoid violence. Follow, practice non-violence. That is the first principle or awakening your kundalini. In a person in whom the kundalini awakens, there is no hinsa in them, no violence in their heart, no violence that they go on doing. Such a power, ultimate power, cannot be given to those who are violent by nature. So you have to respect that universal principle to whom that ultimate power is given and to whom it is not given. No matter how hard they try, no matter how many lifetimes you try, if there is no ahinsa, Kundalini is not going to awaken. That mother divine is not going to awaken in you. Now, in order to understand the five star practice, this was the first one. But ahinsa is one thing which is there, which is 100% completed 
only when you practice all the other four. Okay. And what are the other four? So second one is Satya. Satya means truthfulness. Truthfulness not only means not lying. It means speaking the truth. We could have said, just do not lie. And that is called Satya. No, that's not the definition of truthfulness. That is not the principle when you talk about Kundalini. It's about speaking your truth. Not only that not lying is enough. It's not enough. Not lying is not enough. Not lying and speaking your truth is enough. Is the per perfect way of defining truthfulness. A lot of this younger people generation working in corporate here and there, they say that, you know, little bit of lying and little bit of lying here and there is okay and it's acceptable on the name of surviving your uh, body, job, your household, your everything. Some lying is needed. No, it's not needed. Don't make excuses. Don't make clever excuses. You can be only, you can only harm yourself that way. Not only that you will create bad karma, your kundalini is not going to rise in this life. If you are a person who lies every now and then, who walks their way in their life by, you know, being clever. It's called as being clever. <laughs> lying. Some lying, some cheating here and there is called as being clever. No, that's wrong. It's outright unacceptable. No matter what type of siddhi you are trying to do, no matter what type of kundalini awakening you are trying, trying to do, what yoga you are trying to do to get it done, it is not going to give, give you the results if you are lying and not speaking your truth. Now you may say that at times the person in front of you is not ready to hear the truth. Alright, stay silent. When they are not ready to hear the truth and it happens a lot of time in family settings, in social settings that the person in front of you is not ready to hear the truth. People do not want to hear the truth. They want to hear what they want to hear, not what is truth. So speaking what is within you is your truth in any given moment. If you cannot speak it, if the person in front of you is not ready, then do not speak it. But if that person says, no, no, I want to know the truth, then fine, go ahead, speak it. Whether they take it or not, what they do with it, whether it disturbs them, whether it destroys their happiness, that is their responsibility, not yours. If your truth is speaking, is giving them, making them unhappy, giving them suffering, dukkha, it's up to them to understand it, to analyze it, to grow up. They have to grow up and be able to accept the truth the way it is. Because you can only stay silent for some time. 
It's not going to work all the time. Right? For a few days you can be silent about something, about the truth that you have within. But there comes a time, there comes a day where you have to speak the truth. Regardless of the impact that is going to happen. Now you may say, what if somebody is a spy and they get caught by some other country or some other uh, opposite powers if they get caught? Should they be speaking truth? No. Because they are at that place, it's their dharma. But in day-to-day -day life, in, as a normal person, if you are speaking, lying, saying that I am establishing dharma here, no, you are not establishing any dharma anywhere. You are simply afraid to speak your truth. And that's why you go online. So someday you have to face your fears. Right? Someday you have to face your fear. And stop lying. Stop cheating. No lying, no cheating, speaking your truth is the second principle. Third principle is not stealing. Now, here we are not talking about robbery. <laughs> Rob robbers may not be watching this video, so <laughs> it's not just about physically stealing something. Although, physical stealing goes very far. How? About a year back, I had some volunteers working with me. And uh, they were doing, handling the Facebook page that the organization that I have has. And uh, they were putting the social posts, they were preparing the social posts. So, they got some pictures downloaded from internet and uh, they look like some really nice pictures artwork and I realized that I have seen that art artwork somewhere it's by some very famous artist and I don't want to take their name right now but uh, I asked the those people that don't take these images and uh, with uh, because we have not paid for it and let's only use the royalty free stuff Royalty-free images for which uh, there is no uh, credit or payment is required because we are in the initial stage of our building our organization and we do not have that kind of a money to be spent on such things. So I said, let's use the royalty-free stuff. But they said, no, no, let's just remove the copyright. There was a small copyright signature on the photographs. He said, let's just remove the copyright signature and then it is ours. I said, no way. It is not ours. It never will be. Don't undermine such persons. But some artist might have created it with so much love, so much dedication within. And he's stealing it. It's called as a stealing, outright stealing. Don't do that. Copying other people's photographs, poems, poetry, 
stories, articles from internet and using them as if they are yours. Other people's techniques and stuff and not crediting them enough and using all kind of intellectual property from somebody else and using it for your personal uh, gain or per commercial gain and you know never paying any kind of thank you to them never giving them enough credits never you know returning writing them back or you not only that it's illegal to do where is your your consciousness what what are you doing as a consciousness which doesn't stop you from stealing in the first place don't do all such things no sorry don't do it. Do not steal. Taking anybody's. What is the definition of stealing? Think. What is the definition of stealing? You may say that taking somebody's things, anything, their property, their car, their intellectual property or whatever property, whatever thing they have, taking it without permission is stealing. But you see decoits, they will come to your house. They will tell you that they are going to steal it, take it. And you cannot say anything. So isn't that stealing? It is stealing. So then what is stealing? Stealing is taking someone's property illegitimately, illegally, acquiring others' things in an illicit manner is called as, whether they have given you permission or not, trying to acquire anybody's property is called as stealing. A lot of property cases happens where there is a boundary and it's like six inches here or six inches there and people try to say, no, this six inches was mine, is mine. And they go on filing court case. They go on fighting for decades over that six inches of land. Well, in terms of square meters, square feet, it might be a lot of land, but if it doesn't belong to you, it, regardless of however much you want to fight in the court and you may win the court case as well. But if it is not yours, it is not yours. It's a stealing. Whether it is from the government or somebody else, it's a stealing. Don't do it. No stealing at all. If you steal, you have to lie. If you have stolen and if you have lied, then, then hinsa has happened. Violence has happened. If you are lying, then you are cheating as well. Hinsa has happened. Violence has happened. Against another person, another living being, another atma, another soul. So in order to be completely non-violent, you cannot do Hinsa on them by lying and cheating and stealing. All that is hinsa. Violence. So third principle is not stealing anything. 
from anybody. No, don't try to do that. Okay? Whether they are your neighbors, you are living in a society, whether they are your friends, your family members, no stealing. Fourth one is brahmacharya, celibacy. Very important. Very, very, very important for youth today to understand. Do not get into this kind of peer pressure. I see it here by living in America and now here in Australia. I see a lot of youth under pressure of having sex as soon as they enter high school. There's a lot of pre-peer pressure of having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It's considered as a very dumb thing if you do not have one. This is such a wrong thing. Not wrong from the moral point of view. These five principles, it's not about creating some kind of moral code for you. No, it's bad. It's wrong for your physical body. 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 18-year-old should not be indulging into sexual intercourse with another partner. You will lose immunity. The first thing that you will lose. Your immune power goes down if you start having sex at that early in, at the age. So forget about all the peer pressure that has been put to you. Forget about all the people and forget about this. This There is something called as losing virginity. And it's so much of a big deal with boys and girls here. Such a big deal. People are in a hurry. The entire youth is in a hurry to lose it. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Your body is still growing. Your body is still growing. Till 21, 22 years of age. Don't do it. There's no rush to grow up. You kids grow up very fast anyway. Right? There is no rush to grow up. There will be a lot of time and lot of opportunities. For now, just, just avoid it if you can. Okay? Avoid it. It's perfectly possible to avoid it. You are living with your parents. You are in a nice setting. Focus on your studies. Focus on your yogic sadhana. The more you stay celibate, the powerful is powerful pranic energy. You are in your prime time of your pranic energy. Do not waste it. So many people, when they are into their 30s and 40s and forget beyond that, but pranic energy goes down way faster. So you are in your prime time of your pranic energy, prana shakti. It is really important that you use this pranic shakti, this sexual energy, this upsurge that you are feeling. Use it to rise your kundalini. Instead of wasting it for, you know, a lesser pleasure. Awakening kundalini is a permanent pleasure. Like gazillion orgasms happening all at once. It's such a big thing. Why settle for something less? 
so do not go for all these things that early in your life become mindful about using this apparatus this machine this body that you have got okay become mindful do not lose your pranic shakti just every now and then like that do not be celibate practice celibacy and celibacy is not about you know restraining yourself yourself physically but in your mind in your inside you you are seeing sex all over the place no that's not celibacy if it's in your head then it's not celibacy then the reason for you to not do it is not very strong your own commitment to yourself is not very strong hence the reason when thoughts are popping up about indulging into all these things they are overpowering okay so practice some control some restraint in using your pranic shakti if you want to watch another video i created about celibacy how important it is especially for boys how important it is and how much pran shakti is needed actually to create sperms and ovum don't waste it just like that it brings down immunity it stops the growth of the proper growing up of the body and uh, it's not good overall so you will have time to do that you will ultimately do it and for now if you are writing me emails and you are interested in awakening your kundalini then just do that okay don't just be after girls and it's a time wasting things thing don't treat body as an object it is not body is not an object okay so practice some celibacy that is the fourth principle fifth principle is aparigraha minimalization in life living with less resources overall less resources not running after five cars three houses 10 houses because then you will be busy maintaining them you will be busy managing them you will be busy earning money for them to ma- to maintain and manage when will you have time to practice kundalini to practice yoga to practice anything else few pairs of clothes few few dresses are enough few shoes are enough 5 6 10 you don't need 200 pairs of shoes you do not need 200 pairs of uh, dresses shirts and pants and dresses you'll go on managing managing them you'll need a bigger place to put them right live with less resources the peep the people those who follow aparigraha minimalization in life do not run after consumerism very soon they realize that it's all about body how much effort is being made just for the body which is anyway going to become old decay and then death is going to happen everything the whole pursuit of life is just maintaining body 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 right 
relationships. One relationship versus ten relationships. Relationships are time consuming. It's not, I'm not saying create a bad relationship with somebody. No, just do not have relationships too early in life. Do not have too many relationships in life. What's the point? You will start running outwards. You will make your indriya, your sensory organs run outward all the time. It will be very hard for you to sit and do your yoga and meditation. To do kundalini yoga, you have to be stable in your senses. Your senses must not be running way too much outwards. But if you give them subjects, eating this food, that food and really, you know, becoming hardcore. Oh, I want this food from that shop, this sweet from that shop, this cake, that biryani. No, don't do that. Don't give lot of different, 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 different subjects. To your senses. Your senses will make you run like crazy. Because senses never are going to be satisfied. So have some aparigraha. Minimalization in life. Only when you are using less resources. Less hinsa is happening. Right? You are following a hinsa there. When you are not killing your sperms and ovum, another well ovum anyways will be killed through menstruation in girls. But that's a nature cycle, nature natural thing. It is not going to stop and you do not have to stop. You do not have to do anything to stop your periods. Okay? Let it, let it go on. It's a moon cycle. So, but not killing or dropping your sperms everywhere. That is a hinsa. Following a hinsa. Not stealing is a hinsa. Not lying, not cheating is a hinsa. And direct a hinsa. So by following all these fives is when you get the siddhi of a hinsa actually. Only the one who has attained the siddhi of a hinsa in them the kundalini rises. They are able to make solid, build solid foundation for kundalini to rise up. They, when the kundalini rises up, the kind of shakti that it produces, you will be able to hold it only when you have a solid foundation. Weaker foundation cannot handle the kundalini uprising. So Kundalini doesn't even care to rise in them. Where the foundation is weak, is broken. So create a solid foundation. Do not make a house on, try to make a build a house or a building on a weaker foundation. It doesn't work that way. Okay? Namaste. Jai Shibai.